0: Welcome to Go Home Heat, a wrestling podcast. I have Justin here with me. Hello. He is calling via the fancy phone line. Is that a uh, is that a phone line you're using? Or are you using these newfangled airwaves?
1: I'm use this. I am coming to you via satellite, my friend.
0: Okay. Okay. Excellent. Excellent. Space aged.
1: Living in the future, sir.
0: <laughs> okay. We're going to talk about. Raw and Smackdown and we are going to how should i put it we are going to try to compare and contrast a little bit of what we're trying to do i do think it's interesting do you think it's interesting that we've already started building towards this day one pay-per-view yeah it seems like they're they're
1: maybe they recognized i don't know i don't like to you know cuz we'll sit there and say yeah obviously cuz they changed something they recognized something they'll go back doing the other thing but Maybe from Survivor Series, they figured out, maybe we need to build this stuff a little bit. Not just throw things together.
0: I do think that supposedly they're having trouble selling tickets to some of these events. I've and, heard this as well. And I know they're going to have trouble selling tickets to Raw. I know they're going to have trouble selling tickets to SmackDown. Especially Raw, because Raw is going to almost always be in the exact same town as the pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. And they don't these these events aren't house shows, so they're not as cheap. Four tickets is up around, you know, that could be six hundred dollars. If you want, yeah. to, if you want to sit good, closer to a grand, right? Uh-huh. Uh huh. So, how many people can are going to go to watch wrestling and pay to be there two nights in a row? Yeah, and we know
1: That's probably ten hours of wrestling, maybe.
0: Right. That's a lot. Well, you're not though, because you're going to get four hours of wrestling on Sunday, but you go to the raw show, you're going to get an hour of replays and you're going to get 45 minutes of backstage segments. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's so it, you know, I've always said, I, because I've been to, I've been to raw and I've been to, I've been to SmackDown and they're cool to go to, but I always liked house shows better, which was one thing that kind of was with, the matches don't necessarily measure up as far as a lot of what you see. Well, sometimes they're better, though.
1: Yeah, I, I was about I, to say are better because they don't have to
0: uh, worry about TV time and, you know. Give you five talking segments for a three-minute match, right? Yep. Right. Okay, so, but I do think that they are trying to push this for that, and I think that they're trying to build interest in these things, and that's why we're getting these programs introduced earlier. I also think this should help long term if they'll do this more and getting us invested in characters more. Mm -hmm. Because we're, what, three weeks away from day one? What I'm saying is we've already had Liv in this picture now for four weeks. Mm -hmm. Even though she wasn't for sure going to be the one. About two weeks ago, we kind of knew, okay, she's the next one. Kevin Owens have been dancing around Big E now for a while. And so we're we're building this thing up. Now, you don't have to, I think we'll get into this because we're trying to build a contender in the Wyndham Owens division. We're trying to establish a champion in Big E. And they want him to seem as formidable as possible. Would have been cool if they'd have had him go over Roman. But we'll digress. Don't don't talk crazy talk. He needs to lose clean in the middle of
1: the ring. So to establish what exactly? What? Why did they
0: do that? Well, in in their defense. Oh, please do. in, In their defense, they like to think that put my finisher on you right by the rope, and you reach out and grab the rope, that is in lieu of a 50-50 finish? <laughs> yeah, they they do think that, probably. I do think they think that. Well, when it's Roman, they think that, right? Okay, first, uh, what the hell are we doing on Raw in the tag team divisions? Who knows? They don't know.
1: I don't think they do. Before we get to the big stuff, how many weeks have we worked to establish that Rey Mysterio and Dominic are breaking up?
0: Since SmackDown? Since Seth, right? Yeah. Who'd they beat this week? How bad did that hurt your heart to see the hurt business come out, look formidable, and then get dumped by the Mysterios who can't get along and couldn't beat Bobby It couldn't beat Bobby?
1: Yeah. <clears throat> so what you're telling me is That's two sets of tag team champions there. And Bobby Lashley has single-handedly beat both of them.
0: Well, here's the other. Let's piggyback on that. To your point, and we say it all the time, this match, the result is not a condemner if you don't have one, the other, or both lose to a single human the week before. Yes. right. If that had never happened, and the Mysterios pull out a W somehow... Okay, great. They gutted it out, you know. Rey Mysterio a great champ. Correct. Riddle uh, morphing into Orton, and this is this is somehow our comedy shtick. AJ's blind now because we took the street profits and had them completely give up on trying to win a match and just spray the fire, right? What? Right, that happened. <laughs> that happened, Kevin. Okay, the dirty dogs have been left alone to wrestle, and I think they're doing fine. I All like right. cares about that crap though.
1: You can tell how far down on the on the Vince McMahon's care list they are when they get to wrestle. If you actually get to wrestle in a match, that's not a sign you're doing well. That's a sign Vince McMahon has no clue what you who you are and doesn't care what you're doing.
0: <laughs> Correct. My bad on that. Because if he cared, you you would
1: be. Bowling turkey legs against Vikings.
0: Okay, to your point, to your point, it feels like at one time, and I look at these teams and I say, these are really good tag teams, all capable of giving us great matches, right? But what does it really look like we're doing behind the scenes? What we're doing is we're building Moss, Riddle, yeah. Montez, and Otis to be single stars. That's the whole purpose of this stuff. Am I yes, right? you it. Yeah, you were on it. Right, and and that's and I think they're doing a good job. Of, if that's the purpose, they're doing a good job of it because Otis looks great in these matches. He get he gets his time over. Montez is he? Are his shoulders getting bigger every week? I think so. He feel he looks like he is trying really hard in the weight room because I I'm, I guarantee you somebody has said, bro, all you got to do. Well, I don't know what he weighs, but it's probably like all you got to do to do is be 240 and they're not going to be able to do anything but put a rocket on your back Mm-hmm. because everything else is there and they love you, you know, uh, Riddle. Man, he's going to be the greatest AEW champion. <laughs> Dude, I don't think so. I don't, I don't I think that they I think he stays. I think that uh, Angelo goes. And yeah, at some point. I think Angelo will get stuck in the mid-card. And I I do think I, he's... You, go ahead. Here's an over-under for you.
1: What do you think the odds are the Street Profits are still together in six months?
0: Six months, I don't think they're bad. I would think that the singles push for him starts after the draft, whenever that is. Okay. I, I would think that they either break up right before the draft or they get drafted, because if they break up right before the draft, then you draft them to separate shows and you're off and running, right? But if they they don't, then maybe they save that for the first program of the new season or something like that. Is it weird that you that when you look at WWE, you actually look at it like a season? Sometimes, yeah. You, You know? Now, going over to what the other show is doing, we've got the Viking Raiders, and they are what on earth? They're wrestling Los Lotharios, Speaking and, of garbage matches. And yeah. Yeah, I, I think it drove me a little bit crazy because there was nothing to this match. And then you have Boogs and Shinsuke. Shinsuke is your Intercontinental Champion, right? Yeah. And he doesn't do anything but come out, play air guitar while his other buddy plays guitar, distracts Los Lothario's. Because they want to beat Los Stereos, but the Viking Raiders wind up getting cost a match. And then you would think this is okay. Well, we're going into a program where the Viking Raiders beat up Boogs and Shinsuke. But,
1: no, that's but, not what happened, Kevin. They end up uh, like playing guitar
0: and dancing with each other, Kevin. So, the, so the ghost of Randy Rhodes made <laughs> this correct. Am I right about that? Yeah. I believe really, that this is very Christmas. This is Christmassy, right? It is nuts. It is yes. nuts. How do we constantly well, get the Viking Raiders wrong?
1: I, I don't know. I don't know what about Vikings Vince McMahon does not get. He's going to watch that show for about one season. Or just talk to Edge. Wasn't Edge in it? Yeah. <laughs> do you think the Viking Raiders dudes are like so excited to see Edge and get his autograph?
0: Yeah. Not for wrestling, just because he was on that show. Oh, of course. Of course, and I probably actually believe that Beth is a glamazon, which I'm not saying she's not. She's she, what are you? Argue? I'm not arguing with her. Right, right. Okay, so the, the, the tag team division over there is almost like non-existent, right? You have right. We, we go to we're going back to the Usos in the New Day, which I get it, and I think that the reason why we're going to the Usos in the New Day is to tell tell me what you think. We wind up having a match on SmackDown where. Woods and and Jay have a solo match but Kofi gets introduced as the right hand man because he had been injured so he's back. I don't have my crown, I have my Kofi. Match winds up getting blown up by Jimmy and then it was it, it, to me that it was too short but if they weren't going to have a finish who cares? I thought that the, the pull off the apron and then Kofi immediately falling out of the sky on top of him and then them getting out of there. I thought all that was smooth in that we'd set up the pay-per-view match. But of course we've seen them a lot. But the trick here is if Woods goes over with Kofi and they get the t- championships back. Now, if you have Woods chase Roman with a title, that seems interesting to me. What about you,
1: dude? It all seems interesting to me, but I'm just—I have—I don't think that they have. I think WWE suffers from same problem Lost did some t- lots of the times. Remember the show Lost? Correct. Great opening. Really start, got hot. They had no clue how they were going to end it. <laughs> I don't think they have any clue how they're going to end Roman Reigns' championship right. And I think they've thought about a couple of different things so far, but they get halfway into it, and they decide, no, 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 we can't pull the trigger on it. So... I think they may think that's the plan, but I don't know if they'll pull the trigger when it comes time to actually put Kofi, I mean, uh, put Xavier, you know, put Xavier over. I don't, you know,
0: I don't know if they're going to do it. I don't think they believe it. Oh, I don't think Kofi, I, I, Xavier, I don't think Xavier wins, but I do think the chase is interesting. I don't know that. Woods being the foil who has already put the first real chink in the day one bloodline group. If he puts the first chink in the armor by winning their tag titles and then continues to chase Roman, it feels like, oh, this might be doable, right? Especially if Roman has to cheat to beat Brock, which I would assume is the way they go on that route, because they're going to probably stick... Now let's go into the mid cards a little bit because we had Priest and Apollo's match. I thought it was a good match. Priest leaned in a little bit more to his ferociousness. What what were you going to say? I thought it was really kind of odd because you're kind of having a heel turn on a heel. I'm not 100% sure what we're doing with Priest because he doesn't feel like a heel. He feels like the same Priest until he gets mad and during the match. Mm -hmm. And I, I like the concept of my heel being fiery i mean my, my face being fiery i just yeah. i just don't it seems a little anti what the the fed does a lot mm-hmm. also odd to me that this feels like a one off after the way the match kind of went through and ended kind of completely but i can't uh-huh. imagine them going away from this cuz it seems like apollo and priest multiple times is gold but we know it's going to be going on in 17 months <laughs> yes. With the with the Zier going oh and thirty five, um, but
1: this time Kevin
0: oh and thirty five with thirty three of them being DQs. Mm-hmm. Okay, Seamus and Cesaro have a a little bit of a banger right there, but then Seamus goes over clean, which I don't have a problem with. Other I than do. other than what do we? We've I, been burying Cesaro for months now. There's that, and there's where does Seamus go? Because I know you're not going to put Seamus in a program with Roman. Yeah, what? So we we taking Sheamus back to Shinsuke? Are we giving Sheamus a sidekick? Because Ridge is watching on the outside. I, I'm really confused by this. And I and I I I have said for quite some time now, Sheamus has the best matches. Right now, mm-hmm. he is the sure thing. Right now, on he's money on on WWE television. Everybody wrestles, and you know, obviously, he's also at a level where he doesn't wrestle. Newbies, and he doesn't wrestle people. And if you get in there with him, I think you know he's gonna bring it, and you better be ready to go, right? Oh yeah. And Cesaro is is you know the best. So I don't get. I, I I'm with you on. I don't know what they're doing with Cesaro. I, it baffles me. Now let's roll into the women's division because we've gone a long way. We're trying to build contenders in the women's division to be formidable against. These two megastar champions, one of which Charlotte, who seems like a cyborg and seems unbeatable, but was beaten by Becky, by uh, by crook at the pay-per-view. The Becky Live program, they have a contract sign and turns into a 10-woman tag. What did you think about the contract signing?
1: I thought it was a stupid... I thought there was some that dumb promo where they're like, your big-ass contract is when my friends lost their job. I thought that was stupid because it just... It insults anybody who knows what's going on in the company.
0: Right. You know? Correct. Well, is that, I mean, I'm 100% sure Liv's end of the promo was written for her. Oh, of course it was. That was not her. Correct. Becky probably got to throw around some ideas and then was told, okay, that's cool. Throw this talking point in there. <laughs> Liv having to say that it feels like the WWE is trying to deflect from the real deal. Mm hmm. Correct. Same thing with, yeah. when Edge says it later uh, to The Miz. You want we can knock that out right here before we get into the 10 Woman attack. Edge, Edge comes out. He's well happy to be here. Did you find it surprising that he said Seth's operating on another level, even though he went over Seth? Yes. I, I kind of liked it. I thought it was funny. Well, I kind of liked it in that he, the way he put it was I survived Mm -hmm. and also the way their, the way their rivalry in program went, uh, edge referred many different times to the fact that a lot of what Seth is doing reminds me of what I used to do Uh and edge was was very capable of losing a program and turning right around and being in the main event the next week. Oh yeah, because you know he would, you know he's the guy who would jump a guy on the way to the ring and wind up getting their title shot. He was money. He was walking around Money in the Bank before there was a Money in the Bank. Yeah, ultimate opportunist. Correct, correct. Now going back to, do you like the idea of a uh, a Miz? The Miz is back, and then of course he said, you know, you went on, you went to go. Build your brand, and they fired your friend—that kind of thing. I didn't like that either. I thought that again, it felt like deflecting, and from Edge, it really felt weird. Yeah, it felt like a cheap shot. Correct. I do kind of like the program between the two. I—I I was oh, su- yeah good. I was surprised, though. To be honest, I don't think of the Miz when I think of who I can't wait to see somebody in a feud with. Yeah, they're never bad it's just odd I do think it'd be interesting if we would get Maurice and and Beth involved because Beth just put in her notice at NXt and we've seen her training I know that when, you know edge put on back before he came uh when he was training the second time around he put some footage of who he was working out with to prepare for matches and it was her yeah I can see that which is awesome too, because literally she can go just like he can go. Oh yeah. So it was really neat to see this happy married couple. Like, what are we going to do? We're going to go down there and bump for a little bit and come back up here and, oh, that sounded dirty. It wasn't. We're going to go down yeah. to the wrestling mat and, uh-huh. and, and, and fight for a little bit. And then we'll go pick up the kids and come back here and, you know, eat dinner and all that. It's kind of a neat concept to me. Yep. It's funny. Cause I'm pretty sure the Miz and Maurice don't do that. No. (laughs) Okay. Although they probably will for their TV show. (laughs) If they got them ratings, they'd do it. Yeah. But Cody wouldn't.
1: Cody wouldn't. Cody's not a, he's no sellout.
0: (laughs) Cody lit himself on fire to try to get somebody to like him. Please like me. (laughs) Please God like me. I mean, I'm his best friend and I appreciate it. Yeah. Hey,
1: if he tells you to go jump Seth Rollins, don't believe him.
0: Hey, full dis- full disclosure, I actually don't know the dude. I, I lie about it a lot, but he doesn't know me. Okay, now go to <laughs> 10 Women Tag Match. We have everybody It's in the division in this thing, right? Mm-hmm. We have... Just- go ahead. Just about. We-, we have Dana Brooke, who's your 24-7 champ. We have Bianca. We have Nikki. We have Rhea. We have... Lynch, we have Lynch, we have Mello, we have Zelina, we have Dewdrop, we have Tamina, and it, the match went a pretty good t- bit of time. I was interested in. I read that the powers that be backstage, the guys in Gorilla, and the people above Gorilla, all thought. Well, Vince, all thought everybody in that match looked good and were all they were impressed with every bit of the women's talent on the show. And that they felt like, and when when I say that, what's not lost on me is if you noticed, it's a good little matchup, and then the last little run is Liv hitting moves on multiple competitors and then getting the pin on Tamina. Uh And and then there's this big brawl, right? So we build up where everybody gets to showcase, and then we have Liv become the showcase because she's getting the... Main event thing, and then it breaks down to where Becky jumps her, and then everybody gets in a fight. And when everybody's fighting, it makes sense because they already all have rivalries with one another. Mm-hmm. Mel and Zelina already have a problem with Rhea and Nikki. You, you, you see what I mean? Dewdrop, yeah. Dewdrop has a problem with with uh, Bianca. They, it it's odd that you see because I can't. The the men's division doesn't have this going on right now. Mm-mm. And it's odd to see it being done this well, if that makes sense. What are your thoughts? You may not like uh, it as much as I do.
1: It's pretty good. I, I just, well, the, my main problem is it with all this stuff, though, is they put them in a 10-woman match so they don't have to actually give them individual wrestling matches. Then when they give them individual wrestling matches, they're two minutes. If you had any time for this stuff to breathe, it'd be real good.
0: Well, you can't though. You don't have time. You have to show. You have to show what happened at Survivor Series three weeks ago.
1: Yeah, and you've got to have two guys come out and play air guitar for a two-minute match.
0: Ah, that's a different show—the one with less time.
1: Yes. <laughs> yes.
0: <Yeah. laughs> okay, so then we want we wind up going into also. We, we we switched that over to we have the Sasha Bazler thing which i feel like was a really good match. You liked it? I did. The the finish pissed you off though. Of course it did. Right. You know what got me though? Baszler got out of the first one, the, the roll up that always comes when she has somebody in the choke. Uh-huh. Basler got out of it and i was like, "Yes! Finally." And then like two moves later, <laughs> She gets yeah. caught up in another roll-up, and I was like, "Damn!" I thought we had decided she could do stuff other than that. I, who was it? The Rock gave Baszler some kind words online uh, uh, on Twitter or something the other day, and Baszler—I mean, that's a pretty good nod, you know? Yeah, but, but The Rock knows what a real fighter looks like. Well, yeah, I—I—I I, I just man,
1: I almost hope she gets cut so she can go somewhere else and be. It's, what she should be.
0: It's odd too because she is getting and has been as a tag champion as well, has been getting a lot of ring time. It's just the way she's booked is odd for somebody that we know is a killer. Uh-huh. You know. Looks like
1: a killer. Cares herself like a killer.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and works every week and is always in, you know, in there with the people who are cuz the main program right here besides of course the champion is Sonya and Naomi. And uh-huh. now Sonya, Naomi, Sasha, and Baszler. Which is, I, I think it's good that we're doing something below the belt, as in a program below the championship. Yeah, I didn't think you meant some other way. Right, uh, it's so- not there anymore. <laughs> right, Sonya, did you, What do you think about Sonya and Naomi backstage, where Sonya tells her she's her boss, and if by God, if if you want to match with me, you know that's one thing. If I have my tights on, we can we can do it. But if I'm in this suit you can't touch me, and then smacks her right in the mouth. I'll say that's how it works, Kevin. Well, now hold on, because one of the one of the common threads going on on Raw was this meeting of the minds between Vince and Austin Theory. And I don't know if you noticed, but the boss on that show slapped the taste out of Austin Theory's mouth. And that was out of pure love. I'm just saying,
1: if my boss slapped me, it doesn't matter that they're wearing a suit. I get I get paid.
0: I don't know, man. In the E it's different. Yeah. I just yeah. My main my main problem with this is it's taking this long. I too. Then out. Isn't it weird though it's taking this long? How on earth are they not going to have this on day 1? Cuz we were told we're getting a match on Friday night. No way, right? Right. I mean at at this point they got to stretch it out to day 1, right? Somebody's going to interfere. There's no way this match goes off clean. Of course it isn't. It was never going to be that. We're probably not getting a
1: match Friday night.
0: (laughs) Right. Or she's going to wrestle the uh, Viking Raiders. Yes. (laughs) I'll wrestle you after you wrestle these guys. (laughs) Right. And I keep, I keep kind of in the back of my head thinking at some point, I mean, doesn't Roman say, look, we're not doing that to her anymore. That's, that's, that's Jimmy's old lady right there. Yeah. Right? I mean, at some point, couldn't you go there with this? Hey, Naomi, I saw what hey, she's wait. doing. Yeah. Espe- It'd, be too- It'd be too easy. Especially after what you had happen with Brock being brought back. You could put that on Sonya. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, she pissed in the wrong coffee huh. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. Roman can act like he cares about the one thing, and then under his breath, you know, Roman slick like that. He can put it under his breath, yeah, and then that Roman thing, you know. Yeah, you brought this on yourself, babe. Okay, uh-huh. but now, Liv has been booked like a champion, it, like a like an up and coming performer. Now, maybe not like a champion. Liv has been say, title shots on Monday night, Kevin.
1: Let's not be booked like a champion,
0: okay? But 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 like she can. Be formidable here. Yes. On the other one, last week we hit her in the face with a we hit Tony Storm in the face with a pie. Two pies, Kevin. Two pi- that weren't real pies. Correct. Charlotte comes out. She gives the old "You're not good enough to be in the ring with me" type of thing. I think Charlotte's very good at promos. I don't necessarily look forward to them. My problem with Charlotte promos, to be totally honest with you, and we get them every week, no matter what show she's on is she walks to the ring like Roman, right? hmm And then she gives us this... I don't I don't need to see Roman and Charlotte walk to the ring every week. No. Sometimes they could just start in the ring. I get it's a moment when he comes out and there's a huge pop. And there's a moment when she comes out and it's a huge pop. But you could do that and then cut to commercial. And I do think they do do that some, to cut to commercial. To me, though, you could just... Bang. Especially on the two-hour show. Let well, her talk and then so we have time for other stuff so I don't have to watch the Viking Raiders wrestle for a second. Like can and watch five minutes or something.
1: I was going to bring this up later, but it really works to this. The same thing that you just mentioned with Roman. Think about what the end of the Friday night show was, Kevin. The last ten minutes were Sami Zayn laying in the ring, an entrance by Roman Reigns, they don't even say anything. They prop Sammy up. They hit him credits.
0: Well, that's a spoiler. <laughs> that's
1: that, that was the that was the last ten minutes or so of the show. Right, but I get
0: it. I get it. But that go, was nothing. I, I get it. The Show was over ten minutes ago. We're, we're gonna get there, but we we have Charlotte. Do you? I mean, I'm not fond of the way. I haven't seen Tony wrestle hardly any. So, why on earth do I think she can beat Charlotte? And then she eats two pies, and then she gives a promo about, I get it that I'm the -the pie-in-the-face girl now, but that won't be forever. What are we doing? Couldn't she have gotten the the pie-in-the-face after a match? Couldn't, Couldn't we have seen somewhere in the last three weeks her looking formidable? I mean, I get it. She hit her in the face with a pie last night to get even or whatever, but to me... That's not getting even. You hid behind her. You hit her in the face with a pie. You didn't, she should have marched out there and DDT'd her or something. Yeah. After you had her hit with the pie, why didn't you hit her in the head with a brick? Or yeah. Yeah. Or your finisher, whatever you want to do, you know, show me, show me that you physically can stand up to this wonderful cyborg performer that is Charlotte because I haven't seen it yet. Not on this show. I saw it a little bit in NXT. I saw it a little bit in NXT UK. We're gonna assume that the four hundred thousand people that watch those two shows don't make up the two million three hundred thousand people that watch SmackDown. There's still a million nine hundred thousand that don't know what Tony Storm's capable of. You know what I mean? Exactly. Aren't we? I mean, if you're going to tell me every week what happened last week. Then you're doing this show assuming people don't watch every week. So, why are you assuming that I know who the hell Tony Storm is? Ooh, nice point. <laughs> okay, now let's get into the men's stuff because, like I said, you already touched on it. I thought, you know, we started out both shows with challengers. We didn't know Brock was a challenger yet. We get there. First of all, absolutely loved Brock's interaction with Sami Zayn. He showed more personality in the last year and a half than he's shown in his whole career. I think that Brock Lesnar as a likable entity could have been established easily in just that performance last night. Yes. Now, I do think they chinked the armor on that a little bit because I don't think the people who run the show realize how badly we wanted Sammy versus Roman because they didn't yeah. give it to us. Right? And, and they didn't get it. That wasn't Roman's fault they didn't give it to us. Brock comes out, he's talking about how, you know, he's been reinstated. Sammy interrupts. Sammy is hilarious. Sammy is, hey, I'm a big fan of yours, all that, and then Brock, Brock winds up. Brock winds up convincing Sammy through basically being a bully, of,
1: intimidate into. Uh,
0: yeah, I love Brock not knowing who Sammy was. Yeah, that was my that was my favorite. I'm sorry, who are you? Right, and when <laughs> and when the Rock does it, it felt like I'm belittling you right here. Brock felt like you know I hunt and I fish, dude. I don't I don't know who the hell you are, dude. I don't. You know, yeah. I know we shared the same locker room. Be honest with you, I thought you were the bad guy. Yeah, you know, if I, I if you'd been by my car last night, I would have handed you my luggage. <laughs> you, you know, dude. By the way, I know a guy I worked with. You, you probably know him too. What was his name? We worked with a guy that was a grill cook one time that Ric Flair handed his bags. So. Yeah, Flair gets out of a limo and he's just standing out there smoking a cigarette, waiting on his friend to come out of the hotel. And Flair thinks that dude is like the valet and just hands him his bags. And he's like, "Oh, okay." And he starts like taking him inside for him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> i Flair's bags in and expect the tip. Damn it! Yeah, I forgot it. What? Probably get a good one. I assume you get a good tip if, if you're carrying Ric Flair's bags or anything else for that matter. Now what winds up happening is Brock convinces Sammy through like complete intimidation tactics, <laughs> tongue in cheek. That is uh, as Sammy plays the coward so much better than just about anybody.
1: The moment Sammy Zane reached out and touched Brock Lesnar on the chest and they, uh, they sold it that he's, he realized he had, it, it was over with. <laughs> I loved it. It was perfect. It was like, damn it.
0: It was. It was absolutely perfect. And then, of course, we get the backstage segment where he tries to weasel his way out of it. No way that's happening. Roman winds up finding out Did you know that Brock? How did it go down? Because Roman wound up being mad at Paul there.
1: Did, yeah, but it was the same thing of Did you know that? Brock was reinstated. He no, did.
0: My it started did with you Kofi. Know? Yeah. It started with Kofi. Did you know Kofi was going to be back? No. Last week you didn't know Brock was going to be reinstated? No. You didn't know about day. and it, he wound up what's wrong with the wise man and Pat McAfee was gold on that show. And he was mm-hmm. like, how's the wise man not know anything? Yeah. And so we still keep Paul having to be this coward as he doesn't know the sniffling you know, which it, le-
1: it, to believe that Paul knows everything,
0: of course, of course, that's the end game for Paul to know yep. everything. Now, now, the finish of all this, as we try to make Roman, as we try to, I, I think this is a stall tactic to get Roman into a program with Woods and give us time to build things up or to get Walter over here. And I'm going to keep banging the table on Walter being on SmackDown and being the guy who dethrones Roman but i do think that they're stalling to build the division up and i think they're trying to build it up with woods and then i don't, i don't <laughs> i don't have a whole lot of evidence of how else they're trying to build the division up <laughs> well bloodline versus imperium sounds
1: badass doesn't it yes if we get the usos versus imperium
0: actually you are exactly right like if if imperium were to say drop the belts this weekend or at the next thing, you know, somewhere in the next two months, drop the belts, and then Walter and Imperium show up on SmackDown. That's mm-hmm. that's money. That's yeah. war right there, buddy. That's your next six months. Right. Correct. Correct. Okay. <sighs> Fantasy book. Okay, but then... It's Sandy not going to Cump- do it. Sammy comes out at the end of the show and he's great. And he talks about how he hates Texas and he couldn't believe the biggest night of his career was going to be in Texas. And as a fan, I'm like, God, if Sammy could just like have one near fall, I would be so happy about this. And then Brock's music hits and I'm thinking, yes, Brock's going to distract Roman. Cause like you said, they walk out, there's 30 minutes left to go in the show. By the the time Roman touches in there's three, right? (laughs) I'm guessing, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And Brock comes out and Sammy's got it going. And he's the only person I have to thank for all of this is my man, Brock. And it's going to work. And then he says, Hey, you know, you want me to win, right? I'm not saying help me, but I'm saying you could help me because, you know, we know how you face, how you do when you face Roman lately. I said you just knew it was over with then. Yes, Sammy is always going to. When he's trying to kiss your butt, he's always going to, and I believe this in real life probably as well, he's always going to say the right thing until he says the wrong thing. Because he's always going to talk a little too much. Yeah. (laughs) And when he says that to Brock, Brock hits him with three suplexes and two F5s, leaves laughing. Roman comes down. Oh, first he picks him up, puts him in the corner. By the time Roman gets to the ring, he's done slumped down onto the ground. The Usos pick him up, put him in the corner. And there's only Sam- one Sammy that could do this properly. Yes. Right? As as much as I hated it, this he's the only guy that can do this properly.
1: I'm back going about to see the end of this version of Weekend at Sammy's.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> Great reference. Weekend at Bernie's. The greatest show ever. And probably not the greatest show ever. Just if you're out there and you think this guy that's talking now is an idiot. I- I'm KP, and I don't really think we can burn straight Back to <laughs> back to the thing. We we have Roman with the one spear, and then just talking trash to a completely unconscious Sammy. Yeah, then, nothing nothing to do with that. As we cut the credits, and it was it was I, I I didn't like the ending at all. I I wanted something completely different. I totally get it. You know what I mean? What they did, and I I do think that. Because Sammy is the heel, right? But he is so beloved by fans. I do think it's a little odd that Brock cost Sammy his title cho- shot. And we you love him more. Brock
1: Lesnar squashed a beloved fan favorite in the moment that should have been a triumph for them.
0: Have you met Kofi Kingston? <laughs> do you have think? You, do, okay. you think? Do you think that they went backstage? Okay, here's here's what you think happens, right? They they Paul says, okay, I got this idea. Or whoever, Kevin Dunn, whatever, right? I got this idea, guys. This is how we're going to do it. Sammy's been thinking all week he's going to get this, this thing and this championship opportunity. At least he's going to get to wrestle a little bit. And then he gets told what he's going to do. And he's like, well, you know, things could, you know, I guess I'm going to get three talking segments and I'm going to get, you know. To be out there with all these guys. And then he looks over at Kofi and goes, Well, not so bad. Not so bad. <laughs>
1: Could have been worse. Right.
0: You had like the great, you know, one of the great moments in the history of WWE. And then they follow it up with, You get to be, hey, you're going to get your own show on network television. For how long was that? Three seconds? Three seconds, sir. Six, if you count the count. count. Yep. (laughs) Dang it, son. Dang it. Speaking of how we build or how we deal with champions, though, the Big E, we're trying to establish him, and this show was... Mm -hmm. Rawls
1: the better show this week for the big
0: stuff, I think. It really was. And Seth and Kevin have a chemistry that is amazing.
1: No, that was this stuff right here is is excellent.
0: The whole show, Seth comes out and he's like, hey, I'm getting my shot. I'm going to give you breaking news right now. I'm taking him on day one. I finally get my shot one-on-one with the man. There's nothing in the world that could possibly bring me down. And then Finn Balor comes out and they have – you you like the match? I did. I don't know why Finn's got a job out, but – Well, I mean, okay, but – It was a good match, and he goes over. So, in theory, he's beating this formidable opponent, and he's – I kind of like that he has the rolling elbow now as a setup move. I like it. It's a lot lot better than any of his other elbows. You know what I mean? Like, he's not great with elbows, but his rolling elbow is pretty good. Okay, anyway, so he goes backstage, cloud nine, nothing can stop me. And Kevin Owens says, Hey, you know, if I win my match with Big E at the end of the night, I get put in your match at, uh, it's our match, actually. (laughs) And Seth is like, There's no way, no way. And he goes and finds uh, Scrap Daddy Pierce, who blatantly lies to Seth. And I'm starting to, you're starting to figure out, right, that I'm right. And Seth is the one being screwed here. Oh, yeah. Right? I mean, come on. Seth, you know, Scrap Daddy lies to him, and then he goes back to Kevin, says he lied to him. He's there, oh, whatever. But goes back. Sonya's there, so Scrap Daddy has to tell the truth because without Sonya, I thought for sure they were going to blame Sonya here. Right there, yeah. But no, no. Scrap Daddy has to take the heater on this, which again, I understand why Brock beat him up. Now he deserved it, and I understand yep. why he was a coward and wouldn't show up to SmackDown. Yeah, Paul Punk Scrap Daddy. Hmm, whatever. But anyway, actually I kinda like Scrap Daddy. I, I love the power dynamic they have at the top of both these shows. Because Pierce seems so he's a much more likable version of what's your favorite guy? He's he's yeah. Johnny Ace? John John <laughs> Yes, Yes. Yes. <laughs> He's a much more likable version of John Laurinaitis, right? Did
1: you see what John Morrison put out? What'd he say? He said that uh he got, you know, the call from John He's like, We'll no longer need to use you as talent. And he was like and he didn't even give wish me best wishes in my future endeavors. He's like, You can at least hit your catchphrase, man, if you're gonna fire me. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. Oh, it, oh, my God. You can't even you can't fire people, right, John Laurinaitis?
0: <sighs> John Laurinaitis. The only person that looks at John Laurinaitis and thinks, man, I know what he's going through is J.R. Yes. You know, because Jr. how many, you know, J, Vince would be like, those people hate me. I'm not going to that funeral. Jr. we got to have a representative. <laughs> Head on yeah. down there and get cussed out by the sister. <laughs> Yeah. It's like, what? And then when you develop Bell's Palsy, I'm going to make fun of you. Yes. Why wouldn't I? Wait, I thought that was WCW that made fun of him.
1: No. Remember Vince putting the hat on and doing the face? Oh, my God. That's right. But, But make no mistake about it. Nobody has taste or character in this business.
0: JR has to hate Eric Bischoff, right? Oh, he has to. Yeah, I think I think so. I think he does. I think that... I I, want to say that Vince isn't all that petty, but I do think that Eric Bischoff being brought in to the company here and there was a FU to the old JR. That very well could be. (laughs) Okay, back to this, though. So then, of course, Seth is like, once he finds out the truth, furious, he comes out and, you know... Two weeks ago, I had heard that Gladys Knight and the Pips had lost one of the Pip outfits. What? Yeah, and I can see. I I found it because Seth wore it to the ring for the last match. (laughs) (laughs) Right? He did. That's dead on. (laughs) Yeah, and so Seth's out there looking. looking. I've never seen a suit that ties like a robe to the side. Unless I saw it behind Gladys Knight, um, or maybe the Four Tops or something, but Joe Namath that suit Joe Namath may have had a suit like that, right? But he would have wore socks, by God. Maybe not though. Joe was Joe. Joe's from Joe's fashion forward, baby. He's from Pennsylvania, but he did a lot of time down here in the Gulf. He knows uh-huh. he knows how to mess up a nice outfit without socks. Yeah, he does. He'll do it. He and, and so, anyway, so we get. This match, and I thought the match between Kevin and Big E is great. They've been wrestling each other quite a bit lately. They're going to do a a steel cage match next week because of the events that wind up happening as Owen starts to realize this may not happen. He may not win. So he decides, maybe I'll take the easy way here. And he sucker punches Seth to which, and I thought Seth was great on commentary here. I thought that he and Corey are friends anyway. They kind of, came through developmental together and whenever you hear him around Corey on a pod or anything you can tell there's a great deal of i would say that Corey has more affection for seth than seth has for Corey, if that makes sense yes but, yes. but Corey can come off like that when he's talking to talent he comes off like a, a, a almost hero worship when he talks to talent on his on his podcast and stuff which is not a bad thing at all considering the uh the arena that they're in on those. But so the way he was kissed, it, it, it's exactly like he does when a heel sits beside him on the show. Every podcast yeah. is like that with him. And it's exa- so it was great. And then the interaction with Byron Saxon over there was great. The match was great. I, I thought the whole thing was going well. I, when Seth got punched in the mouth and didn't attack, I was pleasantly surprised. And then, of course, after... Kevin has him dead to rights and he kicks out after his big E dead to rights, kicks out again. We wind up with the Seth uh, getting jumped this time around, and it's for real. He totally lays into him. Although although your man Cornette said those guys need to learn how to punch, Seth and Kevin Wait, Owens. <laughs> uh-huh. Which I didn't think Kevin's punches were as bad right there as they were just off. Like he wasn't yeah. hitting even – like I get it. If you're going to hit the back of his hand or something – I can go with that. You hit the back of his hand four or five times, but it hurts when you are just swinging. Well, in theory, if you'll shake the camera a little bit, I don't know exactly what's going on, right? But if you are just swinging and touching air, and the camera's right there on you, that's. Yeah. The, I mean, at least try to switch to a camera from the back or something. Where all I can see is his shoulders, the back of Kevin's shoulders. So I can't see that he's not touching anything. You are no Stan Hansen, son. You are no Stan. <laughs> Which I am sure Seth appreciates yes okay and so then of course match gets thrown out because Seth can't take that he dives in and attacks and we wind up with Kevin running away happy as a lark biggie frustrated Seth completely beside himself yes. on this because he knows he got got he knows he's the guy that's supposed to be the getter and for the last three hours he's been getting got. And you know there's gonna be hell to pay next week, and then put na- what? This is the Kevin Owens you want. Oh yeah, yeah. Not be- the guy walks in two on one beat downs,
1: right? Kevin figures out how to take this stuff and turn it to his advantage.
0: Exactly right. Exactly right. I felt like if he's gonna go away. I wanted him in this program with somebody that he can go back and forth with like Seth and also putting Big E in a spot because the point of all this, and it's crazy because we're saying all this, but what we've done is we've, we've established how these guys could cost themselves the match. We've established a rivalry with Big E and now we can go any of a multiple ways here. We can go, and I think the concept of Kevin and Seth being friends for a month is out the window. But we could go, Biggie wins and Seth and KO have a rivalry and KO leaves. Or we could go, Biggie wins and then he goes into a solo thing with either of those guys. Right? I think you got good options either way. I, I would guess. That, that's what we get until Brock shows up. Because I, I feel like that's the next, the next big hurdle for Big E is going to be Brock, I would guess. And to be honest with you, I think they'll even let Big E beat Brock. I feel like they like Big E and he hits the home runs. I mean, he, he wasn't asked to do much promo wise, but the backstage thing he did was formidable. Uh, he's great on the stick. He he feels like the future, and I also think it's time for us to get Lashley versus Lesnar at Mania. Hopefully, I, and I feel like that's probably where we go down the line on that. I would. Did you find it odd that they gave us a babyface promo with Lashley? Yes. <laughs> hey, shout out to <laughs> shout out to Zaya Lee though, and the comic book segments. Dude, do you like those? I do. You don't? Ah oh, man. They're a little hokey.
1: I kind of like it. I, you know what? I'll tell you. I'll tell you this is exactly how I thought about it. I was watching that first segment. and I was like, man, this is badass. And then got to the end and she goes, I am Xia Lee, the Protector. And I was like, the Protector? That that's the protector. That's that's what you came up with yeah. in the
0: moment. <laughs> well, I don't think it was in the moment. I think that was thought out for months. That's what I'm. That's what I mean. Who's she mm-hmm. protecting? Yeah, on a wrestling yeah. show. I mean, seriously, who's she protecting? Yeah,
1: and I'm pretty sure that was a was that a Jet Lee
0: or a Tony Jaw movie? Oh, yeah, right, 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 right. Um, yeah, I, I got it. I, I mean, I don't remember who it was, but yeah, there was a movie like that. Right. I I hadn't thought that deeply into it. I just was kind of glad to see her in something, and I do think that she probably comes off as a face a little bit easier than she does a heel. Although I, I, did, could, I did like her as a killer on...
1: I liked her as a heel better. I thought... If they just let her murk people for a while, then give her some character,
0: you know? Right, right. And at some point, we get Oscar back, right? Yeah. Big disappointment in the fact that Sammy didn't get to shine in the ring, but I wasn't disappointed in the whole results of it all. What did you think about the week of wrestling? I thought it was pre- it was pretty good. You had a bunch of good
1: stuff go on, as far as the the raw product i think overall was better i didn't like the ending of smackdown but i liked a lot of smackdown
0: right cool well then for my man justin for me kp this has been a go home e production copyright 2021 check out our friends at the game project check out our friends at the daily smart and go home that's an app it's got all your wrestling stuff on it justin yeah go home
1: sucks man i just figured that out (laughs) (laughs) Go home.